The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Now, just because a lesbian couple is married does not mean they really want you to call them wives. We can't totally explain it. We just know it's true. Welcome to the podcast where it's all about living your love story and making your life a story where love wins. My name is Sienna. And my name is Toast. We're married and we've been partners in life, love, and music since 2001, over 20 years. On this show, we share our life as an Asian-American lesbian couple. Some of our favorite topics are positive spirituality, holistic health, sometimes cats, lesbian alert, and other things we hope are entertaining, uplifting, and helpful for living your love story. So here we go. Welcome to our home studio in the Pacific Northwest. Hi. Today, we would like to open the show. We have a treat. In the kitchen. Yes. This is Sienna. Welcome to Sienna's <laughs> Oven. Well, okay. So let me say that I do love to bake. It's very therapeutic for me. And I have to, I have to also share that there was a period that was extremely stressful. And I was baking like every single weekend, which was actually not good for us. <laughs> Remember toast? Like at one point we had so much, we had like cake in the freezer. We had like all Mm -hmm. kinds of things in the freezer. Mm -hmm. I was enjoying a (laughs) piece of cake every night. There was, I think we also had muffins. We had brownies. It was just getting to be too glorious. So this recipe is something I wanted to share because it's, it tastes decadent. But it's healthier for you. Well, healthier. Let's qualify the decadent. Oh, decadent. Because we... Okay. Okay, yeah. It might not taste decadent if you eat Oreos on the the regular. Yeah. Because we really do try to eat very healthy. And what I think that results in is taste buds that have acquired... That will call... For example, that will call a cookie decadent or that will call a piece of cake that, oh, this tastes so good. But then, you know, it only tastes so good if you're used to health food. You know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, okay, well, I think that we do have some healthier recipes that are actually quite delicious. Yes, right? true. For true. most palates. Mm-hmm. 
All right. So let me share why you need this recipe. First of all, you need it because if you make a batch of these on the weekend, individually wrap them, throw them in a Ziploc and throw that Ziploc in the freezer, then throughout your week, you can grab a cookie when you need something in a pinch. And because these are high protein, they will satisfy they will satisfy you. You will, um, the sugar in the cookie, the sugars in the cookie will not like skyrocket and make your blood levels just be blood sugar levels, just skyrocket. It will not do that. So you I have a question this. though. Yes. If one plans to eat all the cookies. Yeah. Within that week. Okay. No, you, you won't eat all the cookies in the week. Oh, because the recipe makes a lot of cookies. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Got It'll it. probably last you... Well, I don't know. It just depends on your lifestyle. So okay. it depends on what your needs are. But what this is so great for is is, is for those people who always buy um, protein bars. Yeah, protein bars or protein energy bars. bars. Yeah, energy right? bars. Those meal replacement bars. They're that- so expensive. And they're really not the best for you. No. I got to say, they're not the best for you. Okay. So this is a protein cookie recipe. So um, I will share what's in it, but you can check the show notes Mm -hmm. for the exact recipe. I will put it on our blog. Okay. And there should be a link to our blog in the show notes, if not the recipe itself. Okay. So what this has in it, and oh, here's, here's also what's so fabulous, is that this is a one bowl recipe. And for people who bake things, you know what that means. It means heaven. You're not having to sift in one bowl all your dry stuff and then work with all the wet ingredients in the other bowl. No, this is all, you throw it all in one bowl. So basically it calls for four to six very ripe bananas. That's, That's in place of either eggs or and or sugar. So there's no other sugar in this recipe except if you add chocolate chips, which are optional. Okay, and this recipe is also vegan. So you have ripe bananas, you have gluten-free oats, which are optional if you want to be uh, grain-free. Okay, okay. You have almond flour, you have coconut oil, you have a couple handfuls of raw walnuts. You also have two scoops of chocolate protein powder. Mm. So yes, that's processed, but you could also use just basic pea protein, which is a little less processed, and get this, a whole jar of almond butter. A jar? A jar oh of God. almond butter. Wow, didn't realize And that. Himalayan sea salt, or Himalayan salt, I'm sorry, Himalayan salt, or you could use sea salt, and vanilla. Optional would be to add in some vegan chocolate chips, some cocoa nibs, something like that. That's it. And we'll mix it all together, put them on your pan in little scoops, Mm -hmm. bake it for about 30 minutes. Done. 350 or 350. Yep. And they're kind of like, they're not crispy cookies. They are not um, chewy cookies. They're more like a little muffin top kind of cookie. It's a little bread. It's kind of like a banana bread nest. Mm, mm-hmm. Yes. So we will put the amounts yes. in 
the show notes so good. and all of that stuff. So we wanted to share that with you. Very excited about it. We've been doing it for the past few weeks and it has really, it's taken us through the day. Yes. Yeah. Cause sometimes, you know, especially as it's getting, um, as it's getting colder, mm-hmm. I don't want my spinach protein drink. <laughs> you know, that That's doesn't cold. sound appetizing to begin with. You a know, spinach like, protein drink? Yeah, I don't want it. It's like, I don't want a cold spinach protein smoothie. Mm-hmm. I just don't want it. Mm-hmm. But how about a protein cookie that you take from the freezer and heat in your microwave for just a few seconds? And then there's a little steam, you feel comforted. And I would say for people who are adventurous, you could take this recipe and adapt it, adding like pumpkin spice, pumpkin spice in there to make mm. it a pumpkin spice cookie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, a little nutmeg. You could cinnamon. do that. You could, if that feels a little bit too much, you could just add a little bit of cinnamon in there. You could add raisins in there to kind of make it feel more like an oatmeal cookie. So there's all kinds of things you can do. This is a good base for you. Hope you enjoy it. So, beyond pronouns. So remember, you may remember, in the last episode, I shared about how a recent acquaintance of ours very kindly asked me my pronouns mm-hmm. and uh but he referred to sienna as my wife oh my god and uh, we have a lot and we have a lot of fellow gay and lesbian yeah. friends and acquaintances who who have done the same yeah who i mean yeah. what else do you call a spouse of call you sound you sound british oh what else do you call <laughs> The spouse of someone who goes by she, her. You call them right. my wife, right? Um, but you do, but... But what's so interesting... Well, maybe it's not that interesting. But I'm glad that both, yeah, Sienna and I, both of us share an aversion to the term wife in relation to us like to each other like it doesn't it just doesn't feel right well okay so for me it really doesn't feel right I remember being at one of my work events and someone there who knows both of us Mm -hmm. you were there also someone that knows both of us introduced you as my wife and my skin (laughs) just I felt a little tingle and my skin started kind of just crawling a little bit. I wanted, wanted to, to throw just up. turn inside out, hide and crawl away. Like it just, I was like, oh my God. Like, I don't know what I looked like in that moment, what my face looked mm-hmm. like, but I just, it, I just don't like it. And I don't know. I think when that first happened, which was probably shortly after we were uh, married, mm-hmm. I remember just going, ooh, like it just hit me in the gut, like, no, no, <laughs> that's not the word. Toast mm-hmm. is not my wife. It feels so wrong. So even for you, mm-hmm. because I'm feminine, mm-hmm. that's uncomfortable for you also is what I'm hearing. To, for myself to be referred to as? No, no, for me, for someone to say, I, Sienna is your wife, yeah. is that uncomfortable for you as yeah, well. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't feel quite even right. though I'm feminine. Yes. 
See, so that's interesting to me mm-hmm. because I didn't know if it was because you're so far from a wife. I don't have the apron and the polka dot you house don't, dress. <laughs> no, you're not making jello molds, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, so, and that sounds horrible. I just realized as we said that it just sounds horrible. Well, depend- I mean- but we are old school lesbians, so we get a pass. <laughs> I'm going to just keep saying that yeah. going, going forward. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, so it's just, I, you know, and maybe, maybe some might think, well, hell, it took us so long to have the right to actually marry each other. To have the human rights, right? To have human, the civil basic rights. human right to marry each other. Let's grab onto wife. If it's two men, let's grab onto husband, you know, and I wonder, we should ask our gay guy friends who are married, How they is it uncomfortable it? to be called, to call, to be, to refer to your spouse as a husband? Like, is that uncomfortable for you as well? Mm-hmm. I really don't know what it is for me. I thought it was just the obvious. You're so not a <laughs> wife. Even though I do clean the toilet bowls <laughs> and I do like, you do I will put us. on, I do put on your stormtrooper. <laughs> My stormtrooper <laughs> kitchen apron when I cook. <laughs> but see, you also take out the trash. Now, would I want someone to refer to you as my husband? No. Right. That's not correct either. You're not my or it husband. doesn't feel right either. I know. So it's so just... What we realized, and again, I'm very grateful that you and I, Sienna, are on the same page in an effortless way when it comes to this, when it comes to terms. So we realize that our least favorite term uh, is wife. Mm-hmm. Like, don't like it. Mm-mm. Don't like it. Nope. Uh, not going to make a big deal out of it if somebody, you know, we're not going to correct somebody and say, ooh, this doesn't work for me. It's no, just like we no, just I've are aware. Anyone. We are just aware of our emotional reaction. Uh, the, the next term that feels a little better is spouse. You know, it feels spouse more neutral. Is, okay, for me, spouse is much better. It's a, Yeah, it's better than wife. A lot better. Like oh. leaps and bounds to me, okay. leaps and bounds better. But the best one is simply partner. Yeah. Right? Just partner. Easiest, partner. most natural, rolls off the tongue, feels mm-hmm. the most true. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say. The only thing is that... We have, we do have experience with a straight friend of ours um, referring to his girlfriend as his partner. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he didn't like girlfriend. I don't, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and then that was a little, that, that had a little funny feeling to it because it's like, like it, we didn't know. It seemed kind of standoffish. It's like, she's yeah. not my girlfriend. She's my partner. You know, it feels... But yet I feel like for him, mm-hmm. he was elevating girlfriend See. because this is my partner in life. Okay. That's what I felt he was saying. And I'm like, oh, okay. He's serious. Like, okay. this is a, a level. And I think that relates to our distaste for the wife term is because I think the cultural baggage of mm. wife is that, oh yeah, that's a second class place, right? In, in terms of status, in terms of, right, authority and hmm. um, respect. 
there's cultural baggage on cultural the word baggage, wife. And that's yes. why we kind of make these remarks about at home making right, jolo right. mode and pushing uh-huh. the vacuum. And, you know, it's like, <laughs> stay, you're right, wife, you know? So I think that that's the analysis that I can have in terms of like, why does it feel weird? Yeah. Yeah. And I remember that our friend who mm-hmm. called his girlfriend, my partner, mm-hmm. his partner then said, why do you, I just sound like your business partner. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then when you do call someone, even though Tosin and I prefer partner, mm-hmm. when you do call refer to someone as your partner, it almost feels like you don't give the weight to the marriage because Mm. partners don't need to be married. So Mm. you don't acknowledge that these partnered people are actually married. Hmm. And that's where spouse has the advantage. I think so, you know? You know, sorry, little sidebar um, apologies for the... For bears, ruckus. Yeah. All right. Our, our cat is just kind of bouncing all around here. Okay, but here's what's so lovely. <laughs> our friends, who are a married lesbian couple, okay. they have some great terms for... So the one who leans more feminine energy, mm-hmm. she's come up with two terms for her spouse who leans more masculine. Okay. And he he's figuring out how to open that. Bear. Okay, let's... Our cat is so intelligent. <laughs> All right. Let's take a pause for a second. All right. Sorry about that. This is life with cats. Uh, so anyways, our friend has come up with two terms for what normally would be her wife, her spouse, and she affectionately refers to her as... Her husband. <laughs> her I like husband. that one better than husband, wife. Wife, husband, husband. Also, what was the other one? Husband. My husband. <laughs> Those are great. Her right? and husband. Husband, husband. Okay. That feels better than Gives wife. Us some, or husband. Yes, yes. <laughs> or husband, yes. So you can use those. You can use those. You know, feel free. Put those out there. Um, but yeah, I think it's really interesting too how uh, for Toast and I, especially when we were doing music, people would ask us. They would stare a little long <laughs> because they feel the connection, right? We're doing music together. We're, you know, they're like, hmm. Oh, and, but, and, and this is important information. Mm-hmm. I think during that time, I had longer hair. Mm. I had hair long enough to be put into a ponytail. But even after that, when you cut it all off, because remember that one gig? Well, we'll tell, we can tell them that story. Not all off. Well, not all off. But people, you know, they stare a little long and then they ask, are you sisters? Um, but they ask it like that. Are you sisters? See, yes, Sienna has a really they, vivid memory of this, and I don't so much. I think that they are picking up on the connection, which almost seems like just a family way. You know, like there's a connection. Mm-hmm. But it's like, mm, I don't think, like they're not thinking lesbians. Yeah, they didn't have that as a category in their 
in their mind. mind. It's not upfront in their mind. So it's right. like, they must be sisters. But see, again, this is a story from back in the day before uh, the LGBTQ community uh, was so high profile, you know, higher profile, where now it's like, yes, it's a category and everybody knows. Was it that long ago? <laughs> I mean, long I enough I mean, it ago. definitely, it definitely yeah. um, has gotten more of a household kind of right. place, yes. right? Awareness. Yeah. Yes, most definitely. Um, I do think that in the times that I'm referring to, it mm-hmm. was LGBTQ is already on there. LGBTQ. Was it? Okay. Right? Because we've been around when it was just LGBT. Even before then. I don't remember. When it was before, GLB or... Oh, I don't know Gay that. and lesbian. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, that'll be a whole days. other podcast with the origins of that, the pink triangle, the whole thing. But anyways, and I remember there was one gig in particular... Tosa and I were already, see, we were married because I had your last name. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it yes. wasn't, your hair yes. was short at this time. Okay. So we had our, our music business card. Someone had asked us, they came up, asked us for our card. They were thinking of hiring us for some other event. And she's looking at the card. She's looking <laughs> up at us. She's looking at the card. She's looking up at us. Well, did she ask if we were sisters or? She did. She asked if and we were we sisters. And then we said no. And then we and said, we said no. no. And then she, then I could tell where she was going. And she's like, oh, because the last name is the same. <laughs> and I just walked away. I walked away to leave Toast <laughs> to answer her. Because I, could, I was uncomfortable because well, I could yeah, tell you were. Oh my she... That LGBTQ was not no. part of her language. No. She was even more old school than we were. I just, I felt uncomfortable. I didn't know how to address it. So I said, oh, well, hold on. And I just walked away. <laughs> and, and I don't even remember exactly what I said, but it was probably something to the effect of, yeah, yeah, we do have the same last name. And just didn't go into it. Huh? Yeah. And I just be like, you figure it's that one just- out. <laughs> It's just so, it can be so uncomfortable sometimes. But that's why it's so good that, you know, the LGBTQ category Mm -hmm. is is, expanding, is more widely known. Yeah, and expanding. Yeah, and that, you know, uh, helps helps to prevent these awkward social situations because now everybody has this category and so there doesn't need to be the awkward possibility of being asked if, are you sisters? And then needing to reply, no, we're lovers. (laughs) (laughs) And I think what's so helpful too is that, you know, you see the lesbian couples in your TV shows, Mm -hmm. your movies, Mm -hmm. they're everywhere now. You know, they're even in Hallmark shows, believe it or not. Oh yeah, that's right. (laughs) And so... I think that... They're in children's books. People... Are they in children's books? Oh, like two moms, like that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But just, I'm talking about where straight people Mm -hmm. would have, would likely have more exposure. Well, totally, Known exposure. Exactly. They wouldn't necessarily come across the two moms books, but in like your regular 
TV show. Yeah. Seeing well, the straight people have a lot of straight people have children. No, I know, but <laughs> but I don't know how much the two moms books are available at on the front and center at Barnes and Noble. Yeah, you know that might be on Amazon or in their classroom if they haven't been banned. It depends where you live, right? <laughs> right? I mean, that's the thing. But anyway, my goodness, yeah, there's so many oh, things, yeah. but. We've come a long way. Let's keep going. Yep. We'll see you on Instagram. We're wrapping this up. Look us up. We're at Sienna and Toast. All one word. Sienna with one N though. S-I-E-N-A. Andy. T-O-A-S-T. Sienna and Toast. And we're also at SiennaandToast.com. Thanks so much for listening. Signing off from your old school lesbians. Live your love story. Amen. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa, and I've been a medical intuitive for over 30 years. Let me help you find new ways to heal physical and emotional problems. Be a part of my Healthy Living Intuitively podcast studio audience every week. Follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mona Lisa fan page, and Instagram, Dr. Mona Lisa One, to get that information. I answer audience questions, and you can learn from people calling in that might be dealing with the same things that you are. Follow Healthy Living Intuitively, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network, and wherever you get your podcasts.